When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Christian Brindle, and you are listening to the Everything Medicare podcast. Today is a Saturday, the last Saturday in July, and the summer is just flying by, and I can't believe it, and it's just going too fast, folks. My favorite time of the year is when it's warm. Now, I live in Utah. Utah is a a place of seasons, you know, Um, spring, summer fall, winter, and summer is by far my favorite season. And it's just too short here. It's just far too short. I hope this podcast finds you doing well, um, in good health, good spirits, and all of the above. Today, folks, I wanted to talk about Medicare supplements and why they go up in price. And I think this is a an episode that was Long overdue, I got asked about it more than once, and I promised on our last Monday, this actually, this past Monday's episode, that I would do an episode about this, so here I am, I'm delivering. Now before I jump into that, I wanted to first say a couple of things to to watch for going into the next month. So I'm going to have a lot of interviews coming up. In the next cup, in in probably the next thirty days, we're scheduled. We were supposed to have one with um, a representative at Blue Cross Blue Shield, someone I know really well, and um, it just wasn't able to work. We weren't able to connect. Um, schedules didn't align, and you know, cancellations and reschedules, and it just at 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 some point had to just move forward without doing it because it was just become such an inconvenience for me personally with all the reschedules and all the cancellations. So maybe the, maybe we'll be able to bring you that one at a later time. I'd like to. I thought it was going to be very interesting to hear from someone that actually works for an insurance company. We haven't been able to do that yet. Here's been my observation, folks. People that actually work for insurance companies primarily are so terrified to have anything, any kind of recording floating around on the internet of them talking about their company, talking about Medicare, because there's so many rules about Medicare, about what you can say, what you cannot say. And I'll be frank with you. Most people have no idea what they can and cannot say. And so they don't want to take any chances on saying something that they're not supposed to say and getting in trouble because, you know, you're not allowed to use certain terminologies. You're not allowed to do this and do that. And it's such a freaking game. You know, you can literally say the exact same thing one way and it'd be okay in the eyes of Medicare. And you can say the exact same thing just in a different way, you know, different, in different words, and it could be wrong. 
And that's how silly this has become. And most people, most insurance company representatives don't even know what the rules are. And so I've had a lot of people that I wanted to have on. They wanted to come on, but they just, they just were so scared of having that happen to them. I mean, and it shouldn't be that way. You know, a person should be able to come on and talk about their particular insurance company and what they have to offer. But alas, folks, in my opinion, this is my personal opinion, and I'm sure I might get in trouble one of these days for saying things like this, but I, this, this podcast is my opinion, nothing more, nothing less. Okay? In my opinion, I think that... It appears to me anyway, I don't have any, you know, evidence to back this up. This is just my observation. The government has a vested interest in making people, keeping people confused. They claim that all of this constriction to people talking about it in the public eye is to protect people on Medicare. And maybe some of it is. I could see that, you know, because you don't want people to say anything that's misleading or you don't want to, them to skew something to make it sound like something it's not. I get that. But when you're basically telling a message exactly the way it is and you can still get in trouble for it, I don't know. I mean, it, I've, I've always been of the opinion that it appears to me that the government has a vested interest in keeping the information away from people. And the insurance companies and the insurance industry as a whole, they all have a vested interest in keeping the information away from people because if they have hold the information, they hold the power over you. And my intention, and there's some people that, you know, are on board with what I do, I want to give the power back to you. And we, but we, but at the same time, we try not to break any rules or we try to kind of walk on eggshells best I can and you know sometimes an eggshell breaks because it's 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 one of those things where it's a danger it's a, it's a it's a fine line sometimes because their rules are so freaking ridiculous okay so that being said we're probably not going to be looking at that interview with the Blue Cross representative anytime soon. I'm very saddened by that. Um, maybe it will come later, but we'll just have to see. For now, next week, I'm going to be doing a podcast episode interview with um, a couple of guys that um, specialize in final expense insurance, burial insurance, and I'm gonna, I think that's going to be a really interesting, fascinating conversation. I can't wait to do that one. That one should be up a week from today. Um, we're scheduled to do that interview, and then later on in the month, um, I'm going to be interviewing a couple of other people. There's some people that are on the fence still um, in the insurance industry, but basically some big names in the insurance industry um, as a whole. And I kind of always have felt life insurance crosses over with Medicare pretty pretty significantly. And I think it does have a lot to do with it and it affects a lot of people on Medicare. And so I'm going to be bringing on some people to talk about life insurance and different kinds of life insurance as well. Um, Because every single person we've talked about has been a Medicare person. And of course, you know, this is the Everything Medicare podcast, but I feel that we could benefit from just a tiny bit of diversity there. It doesn't mean I'm going to bring someone on to talk about car insurance or homeowners, nothing like that. But I think life insurance is still in the same lane a little bit, 
and I think it'd be a, I think it's going to be some great great content and some great great interviews for you. I've always looked at this podcast folks as being a library of information. Any topic that you want to know about, any question you have about Medicare, the podcast is designed to where you can find that topic and find your answer in a podcast episode. It's a library of answers. And I don't think there's anybody doing that right now. Nobody. There's other people that do Medicare podcasts like us, like me, like my company. But they do them like once or twice every three or four or five months. I mean, some of them do it like once a year, twice a year. I mean, what the hell is that? I think that our podcast is the real deal we bring two episodes a week every week and we don't we do everything we can not to repeat subjects. We bring you content. We bring you real information and content weekly and nobody else does that in the insurance industry specifically the Medicare industry. I'm sorry but I think that most of the other Medicare podcasts are a freaking joke. I'm not trying to hate, I'm just being real. You know, most of them don't even tell you much about Medicare. And then when they do, they don't put out content ever. You know, who benefits from one podcast episode every six months? <laughs> but there's a reason why ours has become, has exploded and become really the, probably the second most well-known Medicare podcast. And we're, we're aiming for number one on the internet. And I'm flattered by that. And I appreciate you guys. And I appreciate every single person that listens. Stay with me in the segment two after a quick word from our sponsor. I'll stop my riffing and we will start the topic of this episode, which is why do Medigaps, Medicare supplements raise their rates? What's the reason for it? What do you need to look for? Coming up, segment two. Stay with me. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking with me into segment two of this week's Everything Medicare podcast. Okay, so let's get down into the nitty-gritty. Medicare supplements and Medigaps, why do they raise their rates every year? Okay, so let's start with a little misconceptions here. There, I have seen so many people come to me in my organization over the years, and they'll pick up a plan from God knows who. You know, they'll, they'll have someone knock on their door, door-to-door knock, or they'll... Ref- or they'll call an 800 number, something like that, and they talk to a person that either works for that insurance company or they're an independent agent or something, somebody that's hungry to make a sale. I don't begrudge anybody that's trying to you know, sell stuff for a living because that's what I do, okay? But I think there's a fine line of doing it because it's better for you and doing it because it's better for the customer and the client. I think that anybody that sells something that they know is not good for somebody or they just, you know, it's blatantly bad for somebody because it's better for them is a sleazeball, a scam artist, whatever. I can just go on forever. I see people come to me all the time that bought a Medicare supplement from somebody with various different insurance companies and they say, well, the guy told me it wouldn't go up. Or the lady told me the price would never go up. It's the only supplement that doesn't go up. Baloney! It's freaking baloney, everybody. It's not factual. Medicare supplements 
go up. All of them go up. All of them go up. And the sooner you get that through your head, the sooner you're going to not be taken advantage of by somebody that's trying to tell you otherwise. I've seen people pay $100 a month more in premium than they could have by going with a different company that was you know, more reputable, more well-known, lower rate increases, because they paid $100 more a month for the same exact plan because the guy they were talking to or the, per- the agent misled them, lied to them, told them that the price wouldn't go up. They stay on it for a year, the price goes up. Ta-da! Medicare supplements typically will go up every single year. They're every once in a blue moon, and I mean a blue moon, you'll have a company not have a rate increase in a year. But it's so rare. It's so rare. I work with so many carriers. I have only seen one carrier in my whole career have a year where they didn't go up in price. I've seen one or two carriers go down in price, but it's probably like one year here and there out of like hundreds of different carriers that I've observed. It's just don't count on it. And if a company did have a year where they went down in price, don't think that's going to be an every year thing. I'm going to go over why they go up in price, but first things first, know that this plan is most likely going to go up and they're all going to go up. The idea, folks, is not to find a plan that's not going to go up. You're not going to find it. You're going to get taken advantage of by some shark, some snake, if you're looking for that, because it doesn't exist. That's why. You can't buy something that doesn't exist. But you want to find a Medicare supplement plan with A, a good insurance company, a big name. If you've heard of them, that's probably a good sign. If you haven't heard of them, that's probably a bad sign. That's that's a rule we have around here because that has a lot to do with rate increases. You want to find a company that has a good history. They can show you a five to 10 year history of that specific insurance company's rate increases and the averages. That's a good mark because they have a history. It doesn't mean they're necessarily going to go up exactly the same amount. Let's say a company has an average of a 3 or 4% rate increase per year. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be 3 or 4% every single year. You might have a year where they're 6%, a year where they're 7%, but you want them to be about that give or take as an average over a 10-year span. When you pick up a Medicare supplement, you should have the attitude that you're going to pick it up for a 10-year span because If you ever want to change that Medicare supplement to another company, you have to be able to pass health questions, go through underwriting, and if you don't, the insurance company can either write you up to make it not worth it to change, or two, they can decide not to take you, period. So that's very, very important that you just basically plan for the worst case scenario, to plan not saying you want your health to go down the toilet if you're in good health, or you're not saying that you want or you expect it or anything like that, but just plan for the worst case scenario, and that's what insurance should be. You want to pick something up that you plan to have for a 10-year span, and if you remain healthy enough to be able to change from one plan to another, that's great. And you can cross that bridge when you get there, but just plan on the event that maybe something will happen that you won't be able to. The only way to get a supplement without health questions is when you first get onto Medicare, the first time around, or if you get canceled on something. Those are the only ways. Other than that, you're going to be looking at a health question, and if you develop something that nobody will take, 
such as chemotherapy, dialysis, et cetera, et cetera, then you want to make sure that you are on a plan that's going to be good for you for the long haul. That's why you'd never want to shop per year basis with Medicare supplements. It's just not a good idea. No matter how healthy you are, you're dancing with the devil. I've seen a lot of people do it. Okay, so let's jump into why they go up in price. Okay, because like we, we've established that they all do it. Okay. Medicare supplement companies go up in price for three reasons. The first reason is very, very simple, and that's inflation. The, the, the value of the dollar goes down, okay, and it goes down constantly. The government, however many years ago, I believe it was in the 1960s, but don't, don't yell at me if I'm wrong, um, they took a dollar off of the gold standard. In the past, our dollar was backed by gold, something real, something physical. They took us off the gold standard, and now it's not. It's not backed by anything. So the more money they print, it's not backed by anything, the more of something, the lower the value goes. I'll give you an example. Let's say you have one super rare baseball card. And let's say there's only 10 in the whole world made. That's going to be more valuable than another rare baseball card where there's 100 available in the world because there's more, dem- there's more, there's more of them out there. There's less demand. Same goes with the dollar. When they print more money, there's more money out there, the value goes down. So inflation means the value of our dollar goes down every single year, which means the cost of medical care goes up because the dollar isn't as valuable as it was a year ago, and et cetera, et cetera. And the insurance companies have to keep up with that because they're going to be paying higher claims because the medical costs go up. That's number one. Inflation, that, that, and that, that makes a lot of sense to a lot of us. That's why a lot of health plans go up and every, every year they adjust things. Um, they either pay less or, you know, they, or they raise the prices. Medicare supplements don't, can't change their coverage. They're the same. They have to be the same, but they do change the rates, and that's how they, they keep up with that. So inflation is number one. Number two is age. Statistically speaking, for most people, the insurance companies calculate that it's going to cost them more to cover you as a whole at 66 than it would be at 65, and so on and so forth. Maybe not you particularly. You might be healthy as a horse, and you might be someone that's just as healthy at 70 as 65, but I, the insurance company doesn't look at it as you as an individual. They look at it as, let's say, 10,000 people that are 65 are going to be cheaper for them to cover than 10,000 people at 68 or 70. And that's what they're looking at. So they raise based on age as you get older because statistically speaking, in their eyes, it costs them more to cover you as you get older as a whole. That's number two. Number three is the most complicated reason. So it's going to take some explanation from me. It's called the community rate increase. Okay. Now, what the community rate increase is, is when you sign up for a Medicare supplement plan, And this has a lot to do with why you want to be picky about what companies you're picking out. But when you sign up for a Medicare supplement plan and with a specific insurance company, you are becoming part of a pool of people, okay? You're becoming part of a pool of people that all of you share in the same 
rate increases. So I'll give you an example. Right now, the most popular Medicare supplement plan has been a Plan G. So let's say I am turning 65. I'm not, but let's say I am. And I sign up for a Plan G with XYZ Insurance Company. Okay? And let's say there's 100 people on XYZ Insurance Company. Let's say I'm healthy as a horse. I don't use my plan one time. So I have no claims to speak of. But let's say the other 99 people on the plan aren't so lucky. And they use their plan like crazy. They're going all the time. They're having all kinds of claims. Well, the, the, the rate increase for the community rate increase is going to be the average of everybody on the plan, not just mine individually. Mine will be averaged into the other 99 people, and that will determine what the community rate increase will be. So it's so important when you're picking out a Medigap or Medicare supplement plan that you take this into consideration. And that's why a lot of times some of the bigger companies can keep the rates lower than some of the smaller companies because the smaller companies don't have as many people to work with. So if they have a bad year, let's say, where they have a lot of sick people on their plan, the rate increases can be you know, 15, 20, 30%. You know? Whereas a large insurance company has so many customers and so many people on their plans, they can, they can better spread the risk out. And they can handle it a little better. And, to, and it won't affect the rate increases nearly as much. This is probably the one that you have control over more than anything is the community rate increase. Okay. So let's review. You have inflation number one out of your control, but it's there. You have age rate increase number two out of your control, but it's still there. And three, you have community rate increase, which has more to do with you, what you pick than anything. You want to look at insurance companies' rate increase history, folks. And it's not saying you're going to have three rate increases every year. I don't want to paint that that picture it's more due to the fact that those are the three factors that the insurance company takes into consideration when they're calculating what the rate increase will be and they all three go in together to determine what the rate increase will be and most companies have one rate increase a year but there are some that raise every six months some they're they're all a little different but most of the insurance companies are going to raise once a year that's pretty common for a lot of the carriers but not all Every company is a little different with that, but that's just, it depends on the company. But most of them, like I said, are going to be once a year, but not all. Stay with me into segment three. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for sticking with me into our third and final segment. I hope you found this episode helpful, beneficial, because it's kind of an art form in finding out a Medicare supplement that's going to be good for the long haul. And sometimes companies throw us curveballs. You know, sometimes a company has a great history for 20 years and then they don't have a great history. You know, so there's no perfect way of figuring this out, but there are some companies that are, in most cases, they're going to be a for sure thing as long as the rate is good. I mean, you want to look for a, a low rate, a competitive rate, but you don't want to always necessarily go with the lowest company if it's a company that doesn't have a good rate increase history. But some markets, the lowest company is the best available company. It just depends on where you live, folks. It's really difficult for me to specifically tell you something on your market because 
there's all 50 states that listen to me every single week. And I have to take that into consideration. As always, folks, if you are on Medicare and you're just not sure if you're on the best plan for you, maybe you're on a Medicare supplement and the rates have just gone up every year and you just want to compare it, see if it can be lowered at all. Maybe you're turning 65 and you're just not sure which way you want to go with your Medicare. You're not just sure, you're not sure what to do, not sure what plans are being offered in your market. I can work with you if you're in Utah, Idaho, and Florida. I'm sorry those are the only three states that we can work with at the moment, but those are the three states that I work with people in at the moment. We're going to be adding another state in the next 30 days. That's my goal. So stay tuned for that. Um, But for the moment, those three states. If you'd like to talk with me, no cost, no obligation, um, I'd be more than happy to talk with you and help where I can. Um, Talk to any other person. Read reviews on us that have contacted me to at least talk about your plan. If I can't help you, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the best thing for you to do. And I, I genuinely have an interest in, in, in pointing you in the right, right direction if, if, if it's in my power. My office number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. Our office hours are Monday through Thursday, 9.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m., but it doesn't mean you can't call me on a Friday. You just leave a message and I will call you back. But our, none of our staff members are here on a Friday. Um, the other thing you can do is you can shoot me an email personally at Christian, B C H R I S T I A N, B is in boy at xmission.com, Christian B at xmission.com. I work with pretty much every of the, all of the large insurance companies in the insurance industry. So my job is to basically sort through the options and find you the best available fit. And if there's a better fit, if you're already on Medicare, I'll be able to tell you that. Um, and I just want to help you. That's why I put this information out for free. I don't charge you anything to listen to this podcast. The information is not being charged to you. I am probably one of the only people that put this information out in a way that you can get it, you can benefit from it, without me benefiting at all. And that's because I want to give back. I want to give back and I want to make lasting change in this industry. Folks, I can't thank you enough for listening to us each and every week. You're just, you're so wonderful. You guys and, and gals, <laughs> um, you drive the bus here. So if there's ever any topic that you'd like me to go over or discuss or do an episode about, shoot me an email. Like I said, ChristianB at xmission.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-B at xmission.com, xmission.com, ChristianB at xmission.com. Shoot me an email on a topic you'd like me to talk about, and I will take it into consideration. Um, If I get enough requests about a topic, then I'll definitely do an episode about it. Or if I just get one request and it sounds so good, it's something I didn't think of, you got it. I'll do it. I encourage you to do that, folks. If you're in the other, one of the 47 states I don't work with people in, though, and you just would like to pick my brain and like to know more about your choices, pick up a copy of my book, Medicare Guidance, Picking the Plan for You. Um, it's $5.50 right now on Amazon, so just search Christian Brindle, B-R-I-N-D-L-E, Christian Brindle on Amazon. It's a beautiful red book with a Medicare card on the front. It's 50 pages. It's an easy read. There's a chapter on everything you need to know. And if you read it, you'll know more about Medicare than probably 95% of the population, including a lot of agents. And with shipping, tax, and everything, folks, it's probably $10. And for $10, you could make a better decision that could potentially save you thousands, tens of thousands, maybe $100,000 on claims, getting prescriptions covered that you need covered, um, 
medical bills, premiums, you name it. You can save so much money. It's a no-brainer, folks. It's an investment in your education and making a good decision, and this is a big decision for, for most people. Thank you so much for listening, folks. I can't wait to talk with you next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the end of July, and I'll talk to you soon.